are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It's uh, middle of the week here at the recording of this podcast, and hope everyone's having a great one. Uh, nothing going crazy so far as far as Arkansas goes, and uh, we know the baseball this weekend against LSU is going to be a big one down in Alex Box Stadium, which come to find out they're going to have 100% capacity just in time for this weekend, uh, which I guess at this point, is this the fourth team I think Arkansas has played on the road? Uh, because uh, Mississippi State did it, and Ole Miss did it, and South Carolina did it. And I guess you just got to get to the point where, hey, if you want your stadium, your sports team to be 100% capacity, just play the Arkansas Razorbacks in baseball. You can have it. But uh, it's going to be a big weekend for that reason. Uh, also, some other things going on specifically in college football with some of the changes being made, uh, particularly in the college football playoff, which is uh, always really fun to talk about with expansion and all that because it looks like it's actually happening. It looks like the college football playoff is going to be expanding. Uh, 12 teams is the number, which you'll be fine. Uh, I think more is always better. I was going to say eight would be fine with me. Uh, Twelve is interesting, though. I guess maybe have some bye weeks thrown in there, maybe some home games and all that. But still some good, interesting things talking about when it comes to Razorbacks as well as college football in general. And we're going to talk more about that right now as we go to the phone lines and welcome in a very special guest here on the podcast. And it is Tara Talmadge of the Pig Trail Nation as well as the SEC Network. He's going to be joining us a lot more often here as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome her in. Tara, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. How are you all? Well, we're doing great. Doing good. And uh, there's a lot of discussions we've been having about college football playoff. But since we opened up and talked about the baseball team, uh, is Mm -hmm. that just us? Does that just seem coincidental where everybody just seems (laughs) like when Arkansas comes to town, hey, we better open up 100% because this is the time to make uh, the stadium be at full capacity when our Razorbacks come to town? You know, I don't think it's coincidental. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, like you guys mentioned, I mean – you're playing the number one team in the country. You want all your fans there. That's a big advantage. And, and not having that full stadium, it, it wouldn't be good. So, obviously, that's great for them. Uh, I don't think that it would play too much of a factor for Arkansas going to LSU. I wish the Razorbacks could have a full-packed mm-hmm. bomb stadium. That would be incredible. I think we're getting up to, like, 66% capacity, which is great. Um but, yeah, I wouldn't call it coincidental at all. <laughs> so, uh, in mentioning wishing that Bomb Stadium could be at capacity, is it is it mm-hmm. because of the state laws? What's the holdup there? I'm not exactly sure what the holdup is. I mean, Hunter Yurchak, when he was asked about it recently, sounded pretty set in stone that it's not going to be at 100% capacity for them, for Bogle, you know, I think they'll probably wait until football rolls around to potentially get to 100% capacity in any type of sporting event. Yeah, because that's been the thing that it's been so strange with, but it seems like the SEC, especially in college baseball, it's kind of getting to the point where I almost look at it as as the guinea pig because we know that concerts Mm -hmm. and whatnot at a lot of places aren't at full capacity. We know that uh, NBA games, for the most part, are not. 
Uh, baseball yeah. games, Major League Baseball. I think the just got announced that the Braves are doing 100% capacity here soon, too. So it, it's almost like college baseball was kind of the pioneer of this whole thing in the SEC where, hey, if we can make it work with 100% capacity, let us try it out, see how it goes, and the yeah. rest have been following suit. Absolutely. I mean, I think I'm probably not the only one that noticed this, but when Arkansas went to play Mississippi State, I was just like, wow, okay. So everyone's everyone's going to be just out at out at the ballpark now. That's how we're going to do this. <laughs> it was a bit surprising, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. We're kind of testing the waters per se with with college baseball. What do you think of uh, how the team is performing uh, coming off a series last weekend where they had to play a doubleheader on Friday? They lost the first game of that doubleheader, but they were able to win the series. Yeah, I mean. I think that this team is is very, very talented, which is a pretty easy statement to make. But um, obviously, I think they'd prefer not to play any more doubleheaders moving forward. I think they've played three different doubleheaders. So uh, I do think probably one of the main things with this team is the pitching staff. They have a ton of talent, but it's the consistency of some of those guys that I think would be it would be better going into postseason play knowing – for sure you can count on a couple of those guys to pitch five, six innings. And I think we're still looking for some of that. Obviously, Patrick Wicklander has has come along recently, and that's great to see. Uh, Peyton Paulette has done a pretty good job. I think he's probably been one of the more consistent pitchers for Arkansas this entire season. Um, That third guy, I'm really interested to see Connor Nolan come back. I think all of us were probably scratching our heads like, what in the world is going on with Connor Nolan? And then we found out he was having some you know, issues with his arm. It was strained a little bit. So we're supposed to get our first look at him really this weekend. And I'm excited to see how, how he is after an extended period of time off. Yeah, the Connor Nolan thing was, I guess, the shock because last year when they just got a little bit of the season going, I mean, he was the ace. Like, he was your Friday night starter. Mm-hmm. And, and he's had some struggles. And I always wondered, was it was it him dealing with injuries? Because we know he has, and he's had some issues. But I think also a big part of it, too, is just that this pitching rotation and the amount of depth and talent that's in this pitching staff has just been incredible where, you know, I'm not saying he couldn't have come back earlier, but it's not like they were rushing him to come back either. Yeah, I agree with that. They they have enough talent and depth to not make him come back any earlier than he needs to be, which is a great situation for him to be in. Obviously, like you mentioned, he was – one of the main guys last season and we did see him struggle a, a little bit before he took that time off and from what it sounds like David Horn and we talked with Connor Nolan's dad actually I had the chance to talk with him a little bit about it as well and he said that the reason he was struggling was because he was trying to push through the pain he was trying to act like it was okay so maybe we'll see a completely different Connor Nolan. Maybe we'll see the guy that we saw last year. And then he could, who knows, be in that starting, that weekend rotation for Arkansas. Outside of Kevin Copps, who's been dominant lately, who, are, who else are you looking at in that bullpen? Because the bullpen is the strength of this, this pitching staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Copps is just lights out. It's just hmm. so crazy to watch him come in and do what he does. Um I think one of the more interesting guys in that bullpen right now is Zebulon Vermillion. I think, uh, obviously, there was the thing at the beginning of the season where he was starting 
for Arkansas on the mound, and I think we quickly learned that he's better as a closer. He's, he's a much stronger pitcher in that in that role. And so I think if he gets back to that and maybe even even a guy in the middle who can, who can take you four or five innings, that would be good as well. But that, that was an interesting experiment. So uh, I'm, I'm curious to see where he kind of settles into. We'll continue our discussion here with Tara Talmadge of the Patreon Nation here in just a second. But first, got to tell you about Built Bar and the amazingness that it is. And when I say that, I'm not saying it because, oh, it's just written on a piece of paper for me to tell you about. No, I truly believe it. Like, it actually means something to me where I can order Built Bars and have something that's so easy, convenient, that tastes great, and that is really good for my diet. I'm trying to get in my beach bod, man. I'm going to the beach in late May. And I don't want to be that guy out there that that's, you know, lagging down the rest of my friend group. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got to eat healthy. I got to go to the gym. I got to eat healthy. But eating healthy takes time. Luckily, Built Bar is very convenient with their 18 different flavors. And it's great for all different diet, diets because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. And by listening to this podcast, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, You'll get 15% off your next order. That's right. Simple as that. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Take advantage, folks. Again, LOCKED15, 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Speaking with Tara Talmadge here on the Cartridge World Hotline of the SEC Network and the Big Trail Nation here on Out of Bounds. Uh, Tara, just looking at the series against LSU this weekend, it seems like Arkansas has had some issues with LSU in the past. We know that LSU has been a very historic program, and they're, and they're a good team, maybe not a great team right now. Arkansas definitely should be the favorites. But as far as matchups and these teams are playing, how do you feel about Arkansas's chances of continuing on their winning streak when it comes to SEC series this year? You know what? I feel pretty good about it. I mean, like you said, they should be the favorites. But also when you look at some of the past games, that LSU has had, they've really struggled to protect their lead in games. I think we've seen it multiple times, and the most recent was the Ole Miss game when they, they recently just put up eight runs in the eighth inning, then hit a game winner in the ninth. Like That type of stuff will hurt you in terms of when you're facing Arkansas, because we've seen Arkansas wait until the last few innings of games all season long to just let their bats loose and, and put up a ton of runs. So that's one of the main things that I look at for this series. Uh, there's a reason that Arkansas is ranked so high. So I, I think that this should be a pretty good series for the Razor Rex in terms of coming back with some, some more wins, um, another series win. Ole Miss is uh, one of those teams that seems to get under everyone's skin these <laughs> days. But when you look at uh, <laughs> Arkansas, LSU, and the rivalry there and how good LSU has been, and uh, so what do you think about the rivalry with Arkansas-LSU? Oh, I think it's absolutely there. Uh, it just makes these series that much more exciting. We will not talk about rallying. We will not talk about any of that because it's in the past. Yeah, no, no possums here on this show, Tara. No not, possums. None of that. None of that. We don't even want to talk about it. So I think it's, it's part of the rivalry to the history of it. It, it, it makes it a lot more fun. And, uh, I'm sure that these guys go into Baton Rouge wanting to win a little bit more because of it. I do want to shift gears a little bit with you because we've been talking college football playoff expansion and how it is being reported by The Athletic that they're looking at possibly moving to 12 teams as soon as 2023, uh, which is quite a mm -hmm. turn because it seemed like just a year or two ago it wasn't even on people's radars. Every time you asked about it, they said no, no, no. 
but now they're kind of buying into the idea. What do you make of college football playoff expansion, and what would you like to see done with it as far as teams and locations and all that? I mean, there's so many factors that play into an expansion of that college football playoff. I am fully for it, though. It's just the the actual planning it out and what it looks like. I think that at least a 10-game or a 10-team playoff would, would be better than what they have now. You would, you would think that the Pac-12, Big 12, stuff like that would be a big fan of that expansion. Um, I was actually looking at some of the articles today, and found out, I didn't realize only 11 teams have actually played in the college football playoffs. That's just ridiculous. Only five of them have actually won it. So it's pretty clear that there needs to be an expansion because I think a lot of people are tired of seeing the same teams play each other all the time. And, I mean, we have, like, what, over 40 different bowl games? That's just a lot. Like, why don't you use those towards some of the college football playoffs? Um, but, yeah, there, there's a lot of details that would need to be ironed out, but I'm absolutely in for an expansion. How do you feel about group of five teams being included? And you would think in a number like 12 that you it gives opportunities to teams that are in the group of five, but with the current setup and even with some of the expansion they've talked about before possibly going to 12, it didn't really in- include group of five. Yeah, and that's another – that's difficult, too, to just say, like, you absolutely have to have one in there. But at the same time, I think it's – probably best to agree to that as well um it's probably the fair thing to do but um that's 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 one of those things that i'm not really sure what that looks like uh i I would be i'd probably be open to that though well and we were even saying that with the expansion of 12 teams which i think is weird that if anybody's against it or an expansion in in general but uh, just right. to be honest, as someone who you know has grown up being a Razorback fan, I know where Razorbacks stand when it comes to the college football pecking order. I feel like <laughs> yeah. if you just keep it at four teams, the the possibility of Arkansas ever making a college football playoff is next to impossible, just if, because of the exactly. uh, amount of teams. But the, if you expand it to 12, I could see Arkansas being uh, a top 12 team at some point. Now, uh, is that for sure going to happen here in the next couple of years? I hope so, but... I feel like if you're a Razorback fan in particular, you want expansion. And I feel like there's probably other schools like Arkansas that say, we want expansion because that's going to be really our only chance to even have a chance at it. Exactly. Because if you keep it as is right now, I mean, you're just going to keep throwing in Alabama, which, I mean, great. They're they're a great team. But you can't just ignore some of the talented teams that are in the SEC like Arkansas and what Arkansas could potentially be in the next couple of years. So I, I completely agree with you, and I'm sure there are plenty of other programs across the country that would like a chance because right now it seems like they don't even have a chance. Now, Tara, people that are against expansion, their argument is always we're adding too many games. So how do you feel about that as far as the number of games that they're actually going to play now if they expand it? Yeah, um, it makes for a lengthier season for sure. But at the same time, I think there are ways to work around that so that your team isn't just completely depleted or hurt or or anything like that by the time that national championship would roll around. I, I don't know exactly how many games 
you would want to play in a season. I'm sure that the coaches have plenty of input into that as well. And I think a lot of them are actually very open to the idea of an expansion and, and having a couple more games. It's just the planning out of all of it and maybe getting some bye weeks here and there. We'll continue our discussion with Tara Talmadge here in just a second, but first, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL Draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back and the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag and use your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile device right now to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Okay, I'm going to shift gears a little bit with you again, Tara, because I, I need some clarification. You yeah. you are from Texas, and I feel like you're a Houston <laughs> Texans fan, but yet I feel like you're also a big Tom Brady fan. Is is that correct? Yes. Okay, so, okay. so, who, so g- give us the breakdown story. here. <laughs> so growing up in Houston, we didn't have – a NFL team at the time. The Houston Texans weren't created and the Oilers were sadly gone. So um, I was just being a typical kid watching some football with my dad one day and he was like, oh, I'm ready for this team. So me being kind of annoying, I was like, oh, fine, I'm going to go with that team then. And that just happened to be Patriots. They won and I just kind of stuck with it. That's that's how the story goes. And then obviously when the Texans came around, I can't not root for the Texans as well. So it's a little – it's interesting when they play each other. I don't I don't usually watch. <laughs> so so you, uh, as a Tom Brady fan, you're excited about the fact that he went to Tampa and then they go on to win the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was a bit sour when he left. Um, <laughs> I was almost just like, man, just retire. But that passed. And now here we are. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an incredible career that he's had. And he's a fun player to watch. I know that people love to hate Tom Brady, but at the same time, like, you can't ignore what he's been able to accomplish. And it, it's incredible to watch. So I'm proud. I'm happy for him. So I was going to ask you, since with the NFL draft coming up, uh, as far as your Texans go, it seems like they've uh... – They've had their own share of issues. Really, all the teams in the city of Houston seem like, least. yeah, have, have, <laughs> have had their issues. So, I mean, is there something you're hoping that they do, or is it kind of just at this point, uh, whatever they do, you're just going to have to go with? Yeah, I'm pretty much on whatever they do, they just got to go with. Because at this point, like, Houston sports, I feel like, has truly just fallen apart since the Astros won the World Series. I don't know what happened. But every single team in Houston has been trading players away. There's the whole Deshaun Watson situation. I deal with that. There's just a lot. So, yes, just draft someone good and we'll work with it. (laughs) Between those three teams, Texans, Rockets, Astros, you're a bigger fan of which team? Um, I I grew up more with football, so um, definitely a, a Texans 
fan, but my dad actually used to work for the Rockets, so uh, I I love the Rockets as well. Yeah, well, like I said, with the the Astros and the cheating scandals and the Rockets and the mass yeah. exodus and. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, listen, I can't throw stones because I'm a Jets fan, so it's not like uh, everything's <laughs> oh, just... Oh, that's a rough life, too. I, hey, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> like, I, I feel almost like so sad where if they make the playoffs, I feel like it's like the greatest season ever and because it's just yeah. so, the bare minimum of expectations there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're all there. But, gee, Joe's a Steelers fan, and he doesn't know really much about that type of thing. Uh, you know, it's also funny. I feel like people are like, you know, just join the, join the movement, become a Cowboys fan. And I don't think that's a much better play either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't do that growing up in Texas if you weren't on board with them already. You can't just jump on right now. Exactly. Oh, no, and I wouldn't either, but it is funny to listen to that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and there's a lot of those fans that are here of Cowboys fans, and they, yeah, they, oh, uh, yeah. they, they, they make it known that they're still America's team, even though – We've only had, yeah. like, what, three playoff wins in this millennium, so. Yeah. I'm sure they're hoping they draft some good players as well. <laughs> yeah, I would, th- I would think so. I think we all hope that our teams draft some good players. Let's hope that ends up happening. So, yeah. Tara, the, the Astros are still playing at a high level. They do have the cheating scandal, mm-hmm. but they played well last year where they it looked like they got into the playoffs and they were – in a position to shut everybody, everyone up. But when you look at those other two teams, the Texans and the Rockets, who they look like they're down, which one of those teams is going to rise sooner? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Um, uh, I want to say the Rockets, probably. Okay. And that's like wishful thinking. That's probably who I would go with because I don't see the Texans turning things around anytime soon. Um, and I, I don't know. Baseball is just such a tr- – there's so many games. That's just such a tricky situation, too. And it, it's wild to watch, you know, literally one thing can change an entire game with baseball. So I, I would have to probably go with the Rockets. Yeah, because I think basketball is also easier because a couple of players can make all the difference. Uh, where in, exactly. in football, you need a lot more than just a couple of players for sure. Oh. Uh, well, well, Tara, we appreciate <laughs> you coming on with us as always. And uh said great insight only on Razorback stuff, but also on uh, apparently the sports in the city of Houston. So we appreciate I, I it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so have a great weekend. Great and we'll time. catch up with you. That sounds great. Thanks, guys, for having me. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that we may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 